Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. I'm Ross Hillier, your host, and today we're doing a solo pod, a shorter episode. We do these every Thursday, uh, breaking down singular topics, most of the time anyway. Sometimes we do have some fun things like top 10 lists, top 5 lists. Uh, I do some Ask Me Anythings every once in a while. But most of the time, this is the opportunity that I have to get to answer some direct questions that oftentimes come from you guys who listen and uh, other, you know, clients that I have or friends that I have that ask me questions all the time. These are things that are better served on this medium because they're things that I get asked all the time. So it's, you know, it's a really broad answer. A lot of times when I get asked questions, it's the really boring, you know, it depends type answer. And I tend not to do those kinds of questions on platforms like this because uh, that's not very helpful and I need to know, talk to that specific person and figure out what's going on. But sometimes there's some questions that can be applied in a very broad sense. And those are the ones that I like to tackle on these shorter solo episodes. So before we get into that, uh, if you haven't done so already, I know, I know you're sick of me probably saying this, but if you, if you wouldn't mind going and writing a review or leaving five stars or, you know, uh, subscribing, following, whatever it's called now on any of the pod podcast platforms, uh, it really does help the show be seen, be heard by more people. There's a lot of other things I'm going to be doing in the future that's going to exponentially help that. Um, but the reviews really do go a long way. So thank you for those that have already done it. Uh, and let's, let's dive in this question or this topic, uh, came from, and you guys have probably heard me talk about them several times. Uh, there's a, a group of guys that I am in a group chat with. We connected prior to, uh, summer strong, I ended up staying with most of them down in South Carolina. We had an Airbnb together, but, uh, we connected over, promoting a fundraiser. Uh, and we've just had this ongoing group chat now for five months. I mean, we literally all talk every single day. 
And so there's a lot of great conversations that happen. A lot of it is really dumb and hilarious, but they're all, they're all, there also is some really great deep conversations and some thought provoking things. And one of the things I asked the guys today, you know, I was like, is there anything you guys want me to cover in these solo episodes? I'm doing a couple of them today. And one of the ones that came forward was how do you overcome a slump in whether it be training and life nutrition, whatever it is. And I thought that was a really interesting way of putting it rather than what I've, my mind initially went to breaking through plateaus, uh, which I've had that conversation all kinds of times. Um, But overcoming slumps really made it seem different to me when I actually thought about those words. And I, and I, now that I've thought about it for a while, I do believe that they are two different things. Uh, Plateau and a slump I, I would imagine are two different things in, in reality. And then, and also how you would get through these things. And so I wanted to talk about overcoming slumps because I thought that was a really good question and topic that I haven't really talked about too much. And so the way that I'm going to do that is by three topics of conversation within this three pillars or, you know, whatever you want to call them, let's call them pillars. Sure. I'm making this up on the spot, basically three pillars to overcoming slumps. Okay. So I'm going to do these in no particular order in terms of importance. All three of them uh, are important, but I'm going to elaborate on each one of these things uh, because answering these questions will really help us get to the root of why you're in the slump in the first place. And that is really how you go about getting out of one is understanding what's going on to put you in one. And so the first is the, the first pillar of, of overcoming slumps or getting out of a slump uh, is what are your systems? And, and by systems, I mean your daily processes. What is, what is your discipline? What's your schedule like? If we're talking about training or nutrition, is, are those things uh, aspects of your life that are scheduled? Are they things that you have planned or written down? Because if not, then obviously it becomes very easy to fall out of them or to fall out of a rhythm if you're, if you're just going through each day, kind of floating through. It becomes very easy to not be uh, not making progress because it's very easy to not make progress because you're not having any structure. There's nothing reinforcing your behavior or your habits. And, and really that's what it comes down to when I say systems is, is your habits. And we've done, we've done tons of shows about the power of habits and I had a lot of great guests talk about this as well. You're only successful as your habits and, you know, habit systems, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same thing. The things that you do every day are going to dictate how successful you are. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, your goals, which is actually one of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, what matters is what you actually do. Your, your thoughts don't matter. The things that you've written down don't matter if you're not doing anything to work towards those. So the first question I want you to, to ponder is what are my systems? Now, there's a lot of ways to go about this. And, and how I tend to form habits is, uh, or how I tend to coach forming habits, and I still do this myself, um, we want to build momentum and we want to, and, and we do that by accomplishing things. And the way that we can do this, and it's a, from a very psychological standpoint, the way that we can do this in habit forming is to just pick a couple of things, you know, no more than three things at the, at the most, I would oftentimes say, don't even pick three things, one or two things that are habits that you are going to be able to do 
every single day without fail. And I want them to be so easy for you to accomplish that you almost feel kind of silly that you should be doing something more, right? And, and I'm sure I've given this example before, but I had a client once who, you know, there's a lot of hyperbolic speech in, in much of the English language nowadays, but I had a, I had a client in the past, a handful of years ago, who quite literally, and I don't say that hyperbolically, quite literally never drank water, right? And so that was just one of the things that we knew was going to improve their health, obviously. And so the habit that I instilled was, let's drink one half of a glass of water per day. That's it. A lot of times people would throw the, you know, you need to be drinking half your body weight in ounces or you need to be drinking a gallon a day or whatever it is. Uh, this person was not going to do that, obviously, because you can't go from zero to a thousand miles an hour on day one. So what we do is, you know, drink half a glass of water and they laugh at me. They'll be like, well, I can do that. I'm like, well, you haven't. So let's start with that. And then once you can show me that you can do that every single day for a couple of weeks at the minimum, now we'll talk about adding in some more. But what ends up happening is these small victories that build momentum psychologically that gives you so much more confidence and it gives you so much more drive to continue to build that streak, build that momentum that it becomes easier and easier to do so. But when we do try, when we try to do too many things at once, we're putting too much pressure on the, on the task itself and say, we've, if we're trying to do eight or nine things at once, you might do eight of them. But if you don't do one of them, now you're going to be ticked off that you, you feel like you failed and now we've lost that momentum or it's starting to hinder. You know, this goes back to that plus one mentality that uh, I post about all the time that my friend Brandon Lilly has uh, really kind of become pretty well known for in how he uh, operates his daily life and what he does when he works with people. That plus one mentality is every decision you make is either a plus one or a minus one. And we want to end our day in the positive numbers, right? And so each decision, you weigh it against that scale. Now, if we're talking about forming habits, like I said, build one or two things out. Uh, make sure you can do them every single day, okay? And that is how you begin to build systems. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time to develop these habits, develop these routines, whatever it is. And the way that we understand what to do for our habits is going to tie in directly to my second point, which is analyzing what your goals are. Now, if you have not really done true goal setting, uh, first of all, you need to because there's nothing more powerful in terms of how you are going to set forth your work, your time, your energy, than understanding what it is you're working towards. It's like trying to get in a car and drive to a town you've never been without popping in an address and you have no way to get there. Like if, I, if I'm going to drive from here to, let's just actually use a very real world example. I'm driving from Idaho to South Dakota in a few weeks. Uh, if I were, if all I was going to do was have my starting point be my house. And then I pop into Google Maps, the state of South Dakota. I just say, I'm driving to South Dakota. I don't say what town. I don't say the address within that town. Um, I'm, chances are I'm going to end up in the wrong spot. Very small chance I randomly end up in the right spot. 
And that's the same thing with our goals. If we don't have a clear vision of what it is that we're wanting to achieve, then it becomes really hard to work backwards from that and build out a process to get there. So that's what you need to understand. If you're in a slump that is uh, motivation related, that's generally why, is we don't have that strong vision of what it is that we want. So these are the questions you need to be asking yourself. You know, do you really want what you say you want? Oftentimes, if we can't think of a strong why because of it, it's because it's not really that important to us. You know, I should be able to just ask a couple of times, you know, why is this important to you? And you give me some answer. I'm like, oh, really? Elaborate on that. And you should be able to give me like a very in-depth answer as to why whatever goal you've set is important to you. And chances are it's going to go much deeper than, you know, I'd like to lose 15 pounds or whatever it is. Uh, That's how you know it's something that you actually want. If you can't come up with a reason why, then forget it. Okay. It's not that important to you. Chances are that's something that somebody else has put on you as a goal and you've adopted that from them. Uh, The second point within this is, you know, it's actually tying into it is you need to get deeper with your thoughts and, and dig down in there and understand what it is that you're working towards. From there, now we can begin to work backwards. If you understand your motivations, what's going to get you out of bed to move the needle and, and work towards these things every day? If you really have one of those things, then slumps really aren't going to be that big of a deal. They'll just be these, you know, maybe rough periods of time where motivation is a little lethargic or maybe some schedule things got shaken up your way. And, uh, but now, but we still have this really crystal clear vision we're working towards. So we can just get right back into it and, and get back into our work or our training or, or dial back in our nutrition without spiraling out. And so it's, it's, when you have these things in place, slumps have less of an effect on you. They still happen, but you have the tools to get out of them, right? And uh, the third piece of this is really what I would consider um, the most valuable piece is the accountability. And that can be in the form of a group. It can be in the form of a friend. It can be in the, friend of a, it can be in the form of a coach. Uh, all of these things are just there to aid you along. And oftentimes when accountability gets used, oftentimes people think it's just motivation reasons. Uh, Motivation reasons, meaning like if you're, if you're feeling down, they're just there to pump you up. Right. And a lot of times that's the case. Uh, If it's a coach, hopefully that person is looking at you objectively, understanding what it is you're going, going through. And sometimes maybe having the hard conversation with you, and bringing you back into operating form. And sometimes that's not going to be a pleasant conversation, but that's what they're for. And hopefully whoever you have holding you accountable, no matter if it's a coach or not, is someone that you're close enough to that you can still have those conversations with. Uh, But that is how you can, because no person is an island when it comes to anything. There's there's no self-made anybody's. Uh, everybody's got somebody in their life and oftentimes it's many people in their lives that have opened doors for them uh, or or supported them or gave them advice or anything along this way, uh, along their journey, that they ultimately became successful just walking through this, this journey with various mentors or friends or family members that supported them along the way. I can't overstate how important the support system part of it is. And if you don't have that, 
honestly, that would be one of the first things that I would look to remedy. Uh, if you're in a slump and you're just dealing with it on your own, uh, it's going to be very tough, not impossible, but a lot tougher to get out of it than it would be for somebody who's got some support systems there. And it's, and the key to it is, is actually communicating what you're going through with those people. Otherwise, nobody's going to know and they're not going to be able to help. Uh, and I deal with this as a coach all the time. Uh, there'll be times where, you know, I go a few weeks without hearing from, from somebody and I'll reach out, and oftentimes I reach out much sooner than a couple of weeks. But uh, if I, if it's been a little while, and I and I reach out to them, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine." Uh, first of all, I know they're lying. But then, secondly, if we do a check in, and they're you know they're maybe they've regressed in uh, in some of their training, or they've put on a couple of pounds they didn't want to, I'm like, "Well, what's been going on?" And uh, they're like, oh, and then they'll have this huge story about all these things that they've been dealing with. I'm like, well, when I asked you a week ago, why didn't you bring any of this stuff up? Like we could have worked through this together. So that is going to be a huge part of getting out of this slump is the group support or the coach support or the friend or family or whatever it is the accountability piece. And that's really what accountability is. It's not just propping you up and making you feel good all the time. It's sometimes having the hard conversations. And if you don't have somebody in your life that's going to be willing to have those hard conversations, uh, then you need to find somebody who will. And I'll tell you that right now. Uh, that's one of the, that's why I saved it for the end because it's one of the most important things that you can do. And so those are my three pillars if we decided that's what we're going to call them uh, for overcoming a slump. And we're talking health and strength for the most part, but these three pillars are universal. They'll apply to all areas of your life. Analyze your goals. What are your systems that you have in place, your habits that you have in place, and then who's holding you accountable to these things? If you've got all three of these things in place, slumps are still going to happen. You're never going to be immune from them. However, you've now got more tools to deal with them and then get out of them quicker because you know what to do rather than trying to deal with it on your own and not have these systems and it feels like you're drowning. So that is why I would encourage you to attack these three things, get these three things dialed in and then becoming on the other and then getting on the other side of a slump becomes so much easier. So I hope that was helpful. It was a really cool uh, topic to get asked because like I said, it was one that I haven't really considered in that terminology before. So I was pumped to be able to talk about it on this one. Uh, if you have ever anything else that you want me to cover on these short solo shows, topics that can be questions about training, specifically life stuff, um, really anything, I'm game to answer whatever. Uh, reach out to me and let me know if you follow me on Instagram at Coach Ross Hillier. Uh, go ahead and just reach out to me there. You know, usually once a week, I'll do one of the question box stories on Instagram. We'll ask for questions or input. Feel free to put them in there as well. Um, but that's it. And I was really, like I said, I was really glad that one came up. So that's going to be the episode for today. Uh, got a good interview show coming next week. I'm pumped for you guys to hear that one. Uh, if you haven't done so, please go to nomad-strength.com. Sign up for the newsletter. There's some big news coming out this month in terms of uh, some new community platforms and kind of going to be the new hub for everything Nomad Strength. I'm really pumped to unveil this uh, in the next couple of months, but I'm going to let you guys know what's going on here this month in the next couple of weeks. So go to nomad-strength.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll be one of the first ones to get that information. And uh, that's going to be it for today. Have a great weekend and I'll talk to you all soon. Mm -hmm.